There was once a little boy who was taken to the nursery school by his mother. Aware of his anxiety、uh, being abandoned, the boy's mother leaned down, kissed her little boy,、uh, and said, "Goodbye, my son. No one is leaving." Each day, his mother would bid him farewell with those words. The boy was too young to recognize the paradox, and embraced his new existence and quickly adjusted to new and frightening surroundings. Day after day and week after week, his mother bid the same farewell: "Goodbye, my love. No one is leaving." The boy grew into adulthood. And there came a day when he was confronted with the reality of having to place his mother in a nursing home. She, now elderly and frail, with advanced Alzheimer's disease, barely recognized him, often forgot to eat, and simply could no longer care for herself. As he departed from her, leaving her in her new and frightening surroundings, he remembered her words. He leaned down, kissed his mother, and said, "Goodbye, my love. No one is leaving." Words his mother immediately recognized, even though she no longer recognized him. A tear appeared in her eye as she clasped his hand and repeated, "Goodbye, my love. No one is leaving." This is Jesus's message to his disciples and to all of us, really. On his departure to the Father, goodbye, my love. No one is leaving. Jesus is departing from us, out of our sight. We find ourselves in the new and frightening surroundings of this life, of these circumstances of COVID-19, in a place where we are uncomfortable and often feel ill-equipped to carry on. And yet, Jesus continues to assure of his continued presence. Through his gift of the Holy Spirit, this is why, though he said goodbye, he is not leaving. This is shown in the gospel text of today when he comes to the frightened disciples after his resurrection with a twofold greeting of peace. These disciples who fled in fear at Jesus's arrest are now themselves forgiven. They thought Jesus would condemn them or、uh, ask for an account for why they left him when he most needed them, and yet his greeting to them was, "Peace be with you." All things were reconciled at that moment with Jesus's appearance to them, and he told them to continue his mission from the Father. Though they had abandoned Jesus, he will not abandon them. Though they failed him, God's love will not fail them. Then, reminiscent of God's action at creation, Jesus breathes on them and gives them the gift of the Spirit, and with it, the gift of new life. They have become a new creation. Today's solemnity of Pentecost celebrates the coming of the Holy Spirit on the disciples, not only just two thousand years ago. But even today, to all of us, the first reading tells us that after Jesus had left, they were all gathered together in one place. Imagine what that side must have been. There they were, 
huddled in one room, still fearful and feeling orphaned by Jesus' departure. They were not yet the strong and brave men and women who would one day give their lives for the faith. Suddenly, though, a mighty wind blew and the Holy Spirit came upon them as tongues of fire. Suddenly they felt empowered. They were no longer afraid. The experience was beyond reason, beyond human understanding. It was divine. They burst out of that dark room and began preaching the gospel. Where did this courage come from? They could not really and concretely explain the experience. One of the experiences that I shared with you early on when I came here to St. Lawrence uh, was that um, my phobia is uh, that of snakes. I don't know what God was thinking when he was creating snakes, uh, and yet he did. Uh, but uh, I remember one time one of my friends was almost being attacked by a snake, and I, I helped prevent that. I'll go figure that out because I don't know how I did it. I don't know where I got the courage to be able to dissuade the snake and to eventually just, you know, uh, with a shovel, I was able to, to kill it and prevent the, my friend from being attacked. Again, this is the moment where I ask myself, how did I do that? How did I confront with my fear? How did I come out of myself to be able to find the courage to do that? The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the one that fills us with courage, fills us with understanding, fills us with intelligence, with wisdom, with all those gifts that are necessary for our lives and for any obstacles that may come our way. These men and women, who had heavy hearts, suddenly felt lifted up by a mighty wind. Suddenly they felt tremendous power coursing through them. They felt they could do anything. It was truly an amazing transformation for them, and as we experience the Holy Spirit in our lives, we can then name that that, too, is a transformative experience for us. Pentecost is a celebration of the power that God gives us. Like the wind that raises a plane and gives lift to it, defying every law of gravity itself, God's Spirit is the wind beneath our wings. It is He who gives us courage and strength to defy great odds and do great and unimaginable things. It is He who empowers us. Receive the Holy Spirit, Jesus tells us in the Gospel today. If we believe in these words, we will accomplish great things. And there is no limit to the wonders God can do with us and through us to others. For Pentecost is also an invitation for us to cooperate with God's action in our lives. It's not only God coming to our lives, but God coming to our lives so that we can cooperate with him in going out into the world to make a difference. It invites us to leave our own dark rooms where we lock ourselves up sometimes, just like the disciples did. And we all have those dark rooms. For some, it is fear. For some, it is sadness. For some, it is addiction, perhaps despair or anger. 
For others, it is perhaps the dark room of betrayal, frustration, loneliness, selfishness, and sin. Whatever it might be, Jesus invites you and I to leave that room, dark room, behind. He sends us his spirit and commands us, as he once commanded Lazarus, come forth. He says to each one of us, come out and leave the darkened areas of your life behind. Receive the Holy Spirit and feel God's power coursing through you. Receive the Holy Spirit and however heavy your burdens, they will be made light. Receive the Holy Spirit and see your spirit take flight. The Spirit can raise us up beyond anything we can imagine. Pentecost tells us that God has empowered us and that power is there for our taking. It is not a right, it is a gift from God. Let us accept it into our lives, into our hearts, so that like the disciples on that magnificent Pentecost, we can finally leave the darkened rooms of our lives and proclaim with all the faith, courage, and trust the Spirit allows us to muster With God, I can accomplish anything. At Pentecost, each of the disciples hears the same message, a language of forgiveness, a language of love. And the language of love unites all. The unity which this love brings is summarized by Paul in his first letter to the Corinthians, where we hear that the Spirit is at work in each one of us, always fresh and always new, waiting to be translated into the language of our own lives, into the language of love. Let us then leave our darkened rooms, let us receive the Holy Spirit and allow it to move our lives in new and creative ways. Come Holy Spirit, Fill the hearts of your faithful and kindle in them the fire of your love. Send forth your spirit and they shall be created, and you shall renew the face of the earth. Amen.